everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout yes. the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great show for you. We've got Braden Eden coming on, and he's doing some great things as a young actor. And we believe the best is yet to come with him because you're, oh, yeah. you're going to see that, you know, we had a small talk a little bit before the show and yep. he, he definitely knows um, where he stands. He seems grounded. So we're excited to talk to him a little bit about acting, a little bit about um, life and just see where this goes. So yes. how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? We're doing good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> crazy year, huh? Yeah, definitely. With COVID <laughs> and all that. And hopefully next year I don't have to start my our show out like this. Hopefully but, not. <laughs> but I always start out this year the same. As you know, um, how has COVID affected you and your acting career so far this year? And what are you? What are some things you're doing to kind of maneuver through that? Well, it affects your career because you can't go into in live personal auditions, which makes it easier because the director or the casting production to see you and your personality. But now it's all like through video. So you have to Mm -hmm. and then submit and hope that they can see your personality through your slate and also what you can show to them. And kind of how you maneuver around that is I got a, I bought a studio so that way we could have like this nice little setup so that we do self tapes more easier. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, we were we um, interviewed a act, actress yesterday, and we talked about this same thing. And yes, and she said, "Yeah, that's been a <clears throat> the hardest part is she likes to to um, go to auditions in person because there's so much more that the chemistry there and all that. And so you know, it sounds like the same thing. You know, you, you yeah. want to be there face to face because, again, like you said, you can have your personality on camera, and that's great." But there's nothing like that face-to-face interaction to really see what how it comes out. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and, you know, for us with COVID, like I was telling you before the show, um, when we started the show, the plan, original plan was 100 interviews first year. We thought if we could do just 100 interviews our first year, we'd be ahead of most hosts. I don't know too many hosts that can say they interviewed 100 people on a show that they started from scratch. <laughs> the first year. The first yeah. year. Right, And then COVID happens. And I told Sandy, I was like, oh, my God, this is like an opportunity for us. This it is, was. you know, although yeah, I don't want people to die and all that. Don't get no. me wrong. Terrible but situation. when things happen, you have to take advantage of the opportunity when it's right in front of you. And I told Sandy, this is our year to shine. Let's just go all out. Artists, actors, anybody in entertainment is going to need a place to talk this year. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give them that platform. And because of that, we are over 280 interviews this year. Yeah, that's, I, I still can't believe in one year, you guys were able to not only reach your goal, but surpass your goal times like two and a half. Yeah. And it looks like we'll hit 300. Probably around the December 8th yeah. mark or so, somewhere in that somewhere area. Because that's, that's the new goal is 300. And I'm sitting yeah, like, trying to get 300. <laughs> yeah. Man, <clears throat> like you're so close to 300. And that just still, as I said before, it blows my mind that in a year <laughs> you've been able to accomplish this. And because of COVID, that mm-hmm. you're 
like a door that might have been closed is now open. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that's the craziest part, you know, is, it you is. know, Sandy and I have talked about this year. And, you know, if our show does, or not if, but when our show becomes like a Bobby Bones and a Ty Bentley show <laughs> or an Entertainment Tonight show, that'd be even better. Oh, yeah. um, but, like <laughs> but one of the big shows, if it be, when it becomes a big show five, three, four, five years from now, we'll be able to look back and say COVID was a catapult to our show. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the craziest yeah, part because you know we, we we talk to so many people and they're hurting. Now, granted, a lot of artists that we um, interviewed that they're like COVID has been their blessing too, as in they've been able to slow down and actually write. Yeah, to have the time for that. Mm-hmm. Now, going off of uh, what you just said, how they were able to slow down and write, I had a lot of auditions and when. Mm-hmm hit I was able to slow down and regain my train of thought right yes my soul into my work and therefore getting my self tapes and everything just much better than it was before oh Oh, good yes so anybody that's watching live or the replay be be sure to share 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 Um, as I said at the beginning he's really grounded you can definitely tell you know because not too many people can can understand that sometimes you got to slow down to speed up. And I think you get that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so before we really dig into your story a little bit, let's talk. I always like to go a little light. So what are some hobbies you have outside of being acting? I have about three hobbies that I like to do. I like it. <laughs> so we have this ramp outside of our house that uh-huh. I like to go mm-hmm. down longboarding. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. It's yes. amazing because you can... It's like a downward slope, and then it turns into another downward slope. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hill that's on its side, so you can really gain a lot of speed. So it's like a longboarder's dream, essentially. Oh, wow. wow. And also love to play guitar. I'm still learning how to play guitar, but I've been doing guitar for about two years. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. It's a fun hobby I like to do. I just pick it up sometimes, play a few chords and go, it's time to learn a new song. (laughs) (laughs) And the last hobby that I really did, I haven't picked it up back up in a little while, but Mm -hmm. I used to fence. And I Uh wanted to get back up because I just always loved medieval times and sword play and all that. So I just thought it was really interesting. And being a huge Star Wars fan, I was like, Saber, but swords. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's like us. One of the things that we like to do now. We it's been a while since we did it because, again, our life sped up since COVID because of the show. So we haven't been able to slow down. Before the show, before COVID, we slowed down. Now we're sped up. But th- one of the things we like to do out there is disc golf. We oh love- yes, a lot of fun. <laughs> disc golf is a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I remember. Four, five, six years ago, maybe longer than that. But um, yeah, it was before Little Chris wasn't. I think so, yeah. So it was yeah. probably about 10 years ago. Yeah, about 10 years ago. We were ago walking at the park by our house, and I seen these little chain things, and I seen people throwing these frisbees. I, th- I called them, I thought it was frisbees. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, oh, that's different, because that's the first yeah. time I've ever seen that. <laughs> yeah. And I remember we were part of a little small group. And, yeah, from our church. And, um, 
they took the men out to go play, and I felt I just completely fell in love with this game. It was like, oh, we have so much fun, and, and she loves it, and little Chris loves it. So, oh, he does. So yes. we've got to really enjoy that as Good a family. family activity. That's cool. Oh, um, when I first saw one of those discolored <laughs> things, I was like seven or six. Uh-huh. I thought it was something for like a bird. Like I thought a bird was supposed to go in. Yeah, yeah they kind of look like that, like a cage yeah. type thing. Yeah, but. yeah. I thought there was supposed to be <laughs> cool. water in there. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like fish kebabs hanging on the chain. That, that makes sense. It does. <laughs> so take us back a little bit. How did you get in, you know, involved with acting? Tell us that story. Well, I'd have to say that started when I was five. So about uh, seven years or seven or eight years ago, I was five and I was watching Disney Channel and I told my father, Hey, um, I just wanted to, you know, what what is this? This seems like it's so much fun because at that point I knew it wasn't actual people because yeah. I told that by many people. But also what really inspired me to get into that is because I didn't want to just be known for one thing in particular, like being an astronaut, because I wanted to be like an astronaut, firefighter, police officer. <laughs> and so I thought the best job would to be acting where you can be all of the jobs at once. Now, my parents being responsible said, hey, let's give it a few years and see if you want to do this. Because, you know, yeah. sometimes yeah. it's like a dolphin diving into one thing and then dropping it and going back up and diving into another thing. Mm-hmm. And so when I was 10, I still wanted to be an actor and my dad was like, okay, let's give this a try. I've got a friend out in LA who knows this manager. Let's see if we can get you in with oh, wow. manager. So mm-hmm. I would, and my manager, I, she is an amazing manager. <laughs> she has done so much for me and I thank her for that. And like, I was never really expecting it to get this to this point within mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of my life I thought it was going to take a lot longer to oh, wow. get all these Disney auditions and all these other auditions but that's kind of how I got into acting and here we are <laughs> <laughs> now as you know a lot of people they see the glory of a Brad Pitt you know mm-hmm. of a Jennifer Aniston and, mm-hmm. and all that they see yeah. the glory but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles that it takes not just to get to their level, but to even get a career level. Because, of course, there's many different levels of being an actor. It's not like you're poor and you're rich. There is many levels. And a lot of people don't see that. And I always want to talk about on our show both sides. We'll talk about the good side in a minute. But I always like to talk about the struggle side and the sacrifice side. So let's talk, you know, tell us some of the sacrifices and struggles that as, especially as a young artist like yourself, has to go through mentally and physically just to get to where you want to be. So it was, it was hard at first because I, we didn't really know what we were doing and we didn't really know what to do in general. 
So when we started, we just thought we might as well get me an acting coach. And about when I was 10, I also started fencing. But uh, because my schedule was getting so filled up with auditions and I was going to church and having to deal with school and everything, I had to end up dropping fencing, which Mm -hmm. I I still want to get back into it. But maybe when my schedule slows Mm -hmm. down. But also there's these certain seasons that happen in like fall and spring called pilot season and feature film motion season. And Mm -hmm. those are basically when you get bombarded with an audition, like every Mm -hmm. like two to three auditions or five auditions a week. Now that is when you get, you feel the burnout because it's for like an entire month. You, feel a lot of burnout um, and that (laughs) other stuff. So you just get a lot of burnout. And once that's over, you can recuperate. (laughs) Hey, I still love my job. Yes. (laughs) That's the important part. It is. Yeah. And when you find that certain job that really kind of matches your personal self, rekindles that light to say, hey, even though this stuff hasn't been going that well, I've had this project that was really fun and really just enjoyed and made life more lively, especially yeah. in during COVID. And throughout the three years I had have I have had to kind of forfeit like time to spend with my friends, I guess mm-hmm. I could say. Like I would be on a video chat call with my friends and I would have to go because I got an audition last minute for tomorrow or tonight. So I would have to drop everything and kind of go to read a script. And it, it was, it was very fun to still do them, but sometimes I was questioning if I really wanted this to <laughs> still be my job. Right. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I still wanted to have, a good job and fun time, but I wasn't really sure if I wanted to give up that time. But also I realized that I still do have a lot of time. And thanks Mm -hmm. to my dad being such a great like time manager, Mm -hmm. I was able to have a Mm -hmm. lot of time with my friends and a lot of time to do acting. And I didn't really notice that until last year. And I still kind of struggle with that. Because, mm-hmm. You know, if you're playing or doing something with friends, you don't really want to give that up to do acting. Yeah. So yeah. I have to kind of check myself before I do anything that I wouldn't want to do or just something. Like they say, it. check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> check yourself. Of course, you probably wouldn't know where that come from, but that's back in our day. (laughs) Trust me, I know what that comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, yeah, we definitely know what you're talking about the seasons because um, August was our biggest month of interviews. Mm -hmm. And, And we did 44 interviews that month alone. And I remember coming to that last week. And thinking, am I going to make it? Because, again, yes. some people will watch us and think we have so much fun. And we do. We, I, do. I love, we, love we absolutely it, yeah. love this. 
But when you talk for 30 minutes a pop, an hour a pop, two or three times a day, and then you got, of course, our, we, we got to talk to, yeah. you got the kids. And we have our side we, we job. We have our side job stuff that we do to keep us yeah. afloat. You start getting to the point to where I'm just tired of talking. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, you know, and, that, and so that month was a really test yeah. month to test, okay, is this show really what we, is this our passion? And we got through that month and we were able to breathe. And when we made it through it, let's just keep going. And we, because again, we, we love doing this. We love getting the stories from people. We love bringing people like you on that nobody's, that a lot of people's not heard of and says, hey, you know, hey, this is going to be one of your next stars down the road. Yes. You know, I mean, back in 2014, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini and now look where she's at. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it was now, now when I say 2014, although the show started this year, mm-hmm. we did another show back then, but not really a show. I interviewed yeah, and, then, and, then, and, then, and then I transcribed the, the um, thing out. So what the show? So we interviewed a few people back then, but Kelsey Ballerini was one of them. Um, but, you know, again, like you said, you, you, when you go through these phases, you ha- you learn, is this really what, because again, when it whether it's in being an artist, whether it's being an actor, whether it's being a pro athlete, doesn't ma- matter. I think anything within entertainment, you're either all in or you're not in at all. Yeah. And like like you were saying, we we do really love our jobs, but I feel like at some point during those seasonal like monthly periods, we kind of lose sight of mm-hmm. what we really wanted to do this for. And when you kind of get that sight back at the end of the month, that's kind of well, for me personally, that's mm-hmm. kind of when it rejuvenates and I'm like Okay, so this is this is that. And back to like the question about like the blood, sweat and tears thing. Um <laughs> there was an audition where it was like a really hard audition. It was for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, okay, yeah. I had to memorize 28 pages of script and oh, wow. three songs in 20 48 hours. Wow, wow that's a lot. That <laughs> And let me tell you, there was a lot of pop that night. <laughs> there was a lot of cans and stuff. And we, I think we stayed up till about 2 to 3 a.m. on those two nights. And, you know, it was amazing. It was a very nice connection experience that I was able to experience with my dad. So it wasn't all awful. <laughs> but when we did get that call back, we were, I, we were, very hesitant to want to know if we did wanted to do that callback because that that was kind of more towards the beginning of my career yeah mm-hmm, right. it would be taking me on broadway all across the united states oh wow wow yeah. and that would have been really hard to keep up a show like every like kind of day it would be oh. like mm-hmm. um but you know, when that, and I was kind of leaning more towards television, not musicals. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. We didn't accept the callback. We kind of just said, okay. We, oh, wow. We had wow. enough. So <clears throat> turned down the callback. And I was in, I've been in a couple musical, a, a local musicals. Mm-hmm. So none that you would probably know, but um, uh, it was just really fun. 
But the difference between musicals and television is that musicals, you're supposed to fill the whole room, but a camera, it's like this close on your face. And so really small, but Mm. show it through your eyes. Oh, wow. Love that. Now that we talked about the sacrifice side, and I think we hit it pretty hard because I always want to talk about that. I think it's so important that people understand what you as an actor, what other people as an artist goes through to get to where they want to go to. So let's talk about some of the highlights now. When you look back on your career, even so far as a young actor yourself, what are a few moments where you look back and you're like, wow, that happened or wow, you know, that was an amazing experience. So I got to go to L.A. one time for a producer session for Disney. And I got to meet all 13 producers of Disney. Oh, cool. So they created my childhood. They inspired me to do this. So I was like, the adrenaline was kicking in and I was like, (laughs) so it was just a really surreal experience, I guess I could say. And I don't really know how to describe it other than that, just walking into that room and meeting like the people who made Good Luck Charlie and all that all the other TV shows like Kim Possible. It was just amazing to walk in there and just see all these inspiring heroes that I really enjoyed watching their television. Mm-hmm. And just being able to interact with them kind of gave me a master's class on acting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a difference between like drama and comedy. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Right. There's definitely a big difference. But <laughs> comedy is more kind of fast-paced, snap, snap, snap. Okay. But drama, you kind of want to take it at a slow. You want to build up. Yeah, you want to build mm. up that thrill, and right. you know, it's like the rising action and climax, and then falling action solution. I love that. Um, so, as you know, a lot of people they see the actors and they but they don't really see the teams behind them and as you know without the team you can't do what you do and i've always said whenever we have guests on our show yes we're gonna make sure that the teams get some love because let's be honest they don't out there you know you know when you look at your brad pitts of the world Nobody talks about, well, who's behind the camera? Who's this or who's that? Right, making it But happen. we want to be the show that, help, that that showcases some of the people that help make it happen. So if you want to take a couple minutes and just to tell us about the team that's around you, that would be awesome. Yeah. Like, honestly, like Dolores, my, like, my manager, she was amazing because she got, she can get me into that. And also AEFH, like my my Nicole, well, sorry, agent from AEFH is Nicole, and she helps me also get stuff. She, like, pitches stuff to me. My manager checks it, and as well as Stuart, which is the same thing. But also when you're on set, you get kind of, like, the more you are on set, the more connection and friendship you kind of have with the director and the actors and just everyone else. And it really 
cool to hear like what they've been on or something. Like I met a girl at a Lysol commercial and like it was just, she had met Dwayne the Rock Johnson inside of Rampage. Oh, wow. on oh, wow. Rampage. And it was really cool to hear that and see that. And the, like the director on Dinosaur Cove, which is a movie that will be coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. Like it was so much fun because you have fun on set because mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. gritty, gritty. It's not like, Hey, do that, do that. <laughs> but mm-hmm. you, it's like, it's amazing because they make jokes and stuff. And it's like really funny to just hang out with them. Cause they're really cool and fun people to hang out with. And acting coaches also, like, I had two acting coaches, well, three acting coaches in my life, but I forgot one of the names because she was at the beginning. Miss um, Tracy and Miss Stacy were oh, wow. my two main acting coaches. Oh, and the first one was Miss Aida. Uh, and kind of helped start off my career. And it was just amazing. And I, I see her every now and then, like, in Michigan. And I'm just like, hey, how's it going? And, you know, we kind of have just this amazing connection. Because you build up, like, a friendship with all these people. And mm-hmm. it's kind of sad to see these guys go. Yeah. Yeah. And we get where you're coming from. Because even though we don't have a team per se, we kind of, every guest that comes on our show is kind of a team member. Because, you know, we've built some friendships with almost everybody who's comes oh, on have. our show. Yes. And, you know, it, when we started the show, like back in um, January, our, our, we, we knew we had a lot of Nashville contacts. And that's one reason why we started a show is country music and all that at back then. And we just had no idea that almost 11 months later, we would have contacts and even friends in Nashville, in New York, and in L.A. We, we never imagined all this. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. <clears throat> so it's been crazy. And speaking of teams, um, we have a third team member ourselves that we bring on the show. Yes, Our little eight-year-old um, likes to ask one question to each guest. So Sandy's going to go get it. Yes, I will get it. And... <laughs> And we've got a 20-month-old daughter that when she gets older, yes. we'll be plugging her into the show, too, because we are a family affair show. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I really like how you implement, like, not only yourselves and your wife, but also your children so that they can see what amazing job you have done. And I think more people need to do it. Again, I, I get it. There are some jobs you can't do that with, but there are a lot of jobs that a parent – could, could maybe once a month bring their child to work, get the boss's permission, and just let that child see what they do. Because a lot of times the, the children will resent the parents because they're gone so much. But mm-hmm. if, if you can kind of plug them into what you do, then, oh, that's what my daddy does, or, oh, that's what my mommy does. You know, I think it would it would benefit the family if parents could figure a way and like I said, not every job you can do that with. I get that. But for the most part, there are a lot of jobs that they could. Mm-hmm. Hi, Braden. Hi. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Ah, that's a hard one. Probably <laughs> pizza or like pancakes. <laughs> What's yours, Lucas? Pizza. 
Hey. But hey, you know, he 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 loves this part. In fact, there's there's been a few times where an artist that we've interviewed had to cut early. And because of that, he's like, Well, what what about my question? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, like um kind of can't, can't help that on sometimes. But you know what? 95% of the shows he's been a part of, and we hope that the day will come when, because we've been creating um, family affair media around this, because I, I always talk about family affair, family affair, and say, wait, that's a great media name. So we create, we're trying to create that around it, and who knows, maybe one day him and Caitlin can run the company when we're retiring. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be cool. Bye, thanks. <laughs> Because, I mean, that would be the dream. And, and you know what? The great thing is, if him or Caitlin ever wants to be in entertainment, whether it's being an artist, being an actor, being an athlete, the great thing is, because of this show, we've created some contacts that we might can help push that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you could co-star with any actor, dead or alive, who would you want to co-star with? That's a hard one. <laughs> I would kind of have to choose between my three main kind of acting idols. Keanu uh, Reeves, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, or yeah. um, Tom Cruise. Oh, cool. oh, wow. Awesome. That that would be really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, what kind of film would you want to do with them? Now, of course, we know Dwayne Johnson and Tom Cruise, they hardcore um, adventure. Action, yeah, action, yeah, action. action yeah. usually. You know, so mm -hmm. is that what you would want to do with them? Yeah, that, that would be what I would want to do with them. But like <laughs> that in a medieval time. Ah, uh, yes. And like with swords and like bands. <laughs> and, cool. and that would be my dream film. <laughs> oh, cool. Wow. <clears throat> now this past February made the five year anniversary that we asked Kelsey Ballerini where she wanted to be in five years. And I always tell this story, um, like tell the story before I ask the guest that exact same question, because the, the answer she gave us five years ago, before most people knew who she was, now the world knows who Kelsey is. Yes. Um, um, was almost to the T of what she's living. I mean, she knew where she was going and nothing was stopping her. Mm -hmm. Knowing that, where do you want to and see yourself in five years? Well, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess if I had to say something, I would want to be like where Keanu Reeves would be. Mm -hmm. Like kind yeah. of doing these really nice, good acting TV shows, but keep a humble heart about it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, be a really and nice <laughs> and that kind of leads us into the next question about you saying about staying grounded <clears throat> because the next question kind of um, let's say that we look 10 years, 15 years down the road and you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like, you are there. <clears throat> if, if the young man you are today could meet your future successful self, what would you remind him? Be humble. Always be humble and never give up. That would be what I would tell him. Oh, that's great. I, I love that. You know, we interviewed Johnny Lee, 
the big country legend earlier today. Yes. And we we're talking about advice and he was talking about the advice he gives everybody is mm -hmm. don't quit. Yes. He, he says, he, he says, you'll never make it if you quit. Yeah. So That's just true. don't quit. If you <laughs> now I can hundred, hundred percent promise you that you will regret it. Yep. That's, that's, that's like, yeah. there, are, there are moments this year where I thought this is, this shows too much sometimes, but we've come so far mm -hmm. and we know that either we got to be all in or we're going to regret this because, because, yeah. you know, whether the show becomes the big show, which we believe will be, we hope so. Um, we believe it's going to happen, but if it don't, um, We'll always be able to look back on this period and say, you know, we got to do something great with a lot of guests, a lot of amazing guests. Yes. But if we quit, we will always look back and wonder, what if we didn't quit? And I can't live with myself on that. Right. Now, staying on advice, you know, we love to give a lot of advice on this show. So let's say you had a friend of yours. And him, and him or her, they're, they're pretty good at acting. You've watched them act. And, and let's say they got something special. You know, you definitely see that magic in them. And they've done a few gigs here and there, maybe commercials, a few, few of them. And they're, they're still getting their feet wet, but they're, they're in that hunt. What advice would you give that specific person to kind of help keep them on the right path the next few years? Well, as I said before, um, but I'm going to add on to this, stay humble and never give up because there are going to be those hard times where you want to get up. But as a great hero once said, once, if you get knocked down, always keep getting back up because the moment you don't get back up, that's kind of when it's well, over opposing side. Yeah. They you've won they, the opposing side won, and you'll mm -hmm. definitely, definitely regret it. Like, don't give up because I've had so many times in my career where I've wanted to just give up and throw in the towel. And what really kept me going was like, I poured my heart and soul into this. And do I really want to let this go? Yeah. I really want to let something go that I've spent years and years developing and building up. So that's kind of the advice that I would give them. I'm not really that good at giving advice but <laughs> that's great advice though it is again because i think everybody whether they're young old in between doesn't matter everybody's got advice i mean you've already done more than the average person will ever do you've probably already done more than most people who want to act will ever do um so let's talk about that a little bit what are a few things you've done acting wise now well, that, you know, and and coming up and maybe some things that are coming up. Yes. Okay. Well, um, I have done my first film, which was Traveler, which is in post-production. And um, it's been in post-production for three years now. Um, oh, well. <laughs> well, they're changing around the story a little bit. And <laughs> honestly, it's coming together really great. It'll come out okay. next year. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Another film I have done that is actually out now is Miracle on De Christmas, which is on Amazon Prime video. Oh, cool. And another one that I am doing is Dinosaur Cove, uh, which is um, 
it's it's really amazing because that one's going to come out next year, well, mm-hmm. this summer. So I'm really excited to see that because I played the main part in that. And oh, it's wow. really fun to do that because I would say if I had to say something about that, it would be more fun to do a main part than mm-hmm. to do a small mm-hmm. part because you yeah. have more work to do. And right, absolutely. My opinion, more work is just more fun because Because <laughs> it's what you love to do. Yeah, it's what my passion is. And another film that I am doing is Millionaire's Club. And I am a supporting role in that one where I do a flashback scene with my sister. Oh, wow. And yeah. Like, I'm pushing her on the swing and I'm encouraging her to jump off. And she jumps off finally. And I'm like, good job and she's like you're never gonna leave me right square and i'm like yeah that's right because mm-hmm. and in that scene in that one scene like in that flashback i kind of like left my sister in a way because i came back to the apartment like my family's apartment looking for money not mm-hmm. to say hello to her or anything so oh, yeah. that would be that's what my future self was doing so it was kind of like i was leaving her and she finally figured that out. And, oh, wow. Wow. and she does a bad thing that almost killed her. Like, mm-hmm. overdosed. So. Wow. <laughs> so, um, are, aren't you doing something with, possibly with Disney or, like? Nope. Not, not as of right now. Okay. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. cut, that'll come, though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't really talk about it. Okay. I kind of just right. take it. So. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's the one thing about our show that we that we never know what we can and can't talk about. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, I, I remember we had um, one of the voice people that are currently on The Voice right now. And of course, they're not in the live yet. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you can only talk about what's been shown so far on and he made a the guy made a comment and i wasn't thinking i was like oh so that means we'll see you further <laughs> and and and, yeah. and he he was like um i i won't answer that and then he kind of gave a wink so yeah, yeah he kind of sort of gave it, away, gave it away but i was like after the show was after we were over i was like Okay, I probably should not have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, as we come to a close here, is there any final parting words you want to say? Um, I mean, if you wanted to check out Dinosaur Cove, you can look it up on Instagram and social media, just any kind of social media, if you wanted to f- find out more about that. But other than that, I've got nothing else to say, but have a, an amazing day and everything. And thank you for letting me on this show and letting me talk my heart out. And, and you know, we really enjoyed having you on and we definitely yeah. look forward.